Welcome to Eureka Street Crypto. This is my anti-professional crypto channel. I'm just a barely sane dude who fell down the cryptocurrency rabbit hole. This channel is my fumbling attempt to communicate myself outside my own head about my journey in the crypto space. It is basically my brain dump. None of this is actual financial advice. Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John. You're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It's 1048 in the morning, June 18th, 2022. This is episode number 462 of my morning crypto video blog, I guess, brain dump. Um, I've been doing this since October 24th, 2020. Now I'm back to doing it pretty much, uh, I guess, almost every day. Um, but uh, yeah, this is my message in a bottle. This is my sandbox to try out things on a technical level and to learn how to talk about the crypto space, to learn about the crypto space, to find others and community out there. And uh, yeah, to uh, basically just um, <laughs> put things out there and see what happens. So anyway, let's take a look at the crypto market. The crypto market is doing absolutely terrible. I tried to do this episode earlier at 6.07 this morning. We had a power glitch and I was in the middle of interviewing Infinite Homie as well. And uh, yeah, and that, that, that file got corrupted. So here I am again. So excuse me if you hear kids running around, everybody's up, the house is up, but I wanted to take another whack at it because this is an important episode today. Uh, Bitcoin's at $19,120.13. Ethereum's at $996.54. When I recorded at 6.07 this morning, it was at 1,009. So it's gone below the $1,000 level. Everything is in the toilet. I, you know, you know, I'm just getting used to it now. Like how low can you go? This is like crypto limbo, isn't it? You know, like <laughs> at what point Point. is the pole going to get knocked off of the supports you know um i don't know you know and at this point you know you just kind of have to reevaluate why you're here you know i'm here for the whole ideology of it for financial independence uh, to be able to circumvent the credit and banking system to be able to use decentralized finance to be able to do um uh, electronic peer-to-peer um, cash transactions, digital cash transactions without the use of any type of banking intermediary or credit intermediary. Um, and uh, yeah, to have digital cash, because if we don't have digital cash and financial autonomy, we don't have anything. Um, so anyway, it's driven a lot of people um, in, into um, a lot of experimental spaces and uh, they're called DAOs, Decentralized Autonomous Organizations, which are basically, sometimes they're just like online communities with with a, a pocketbook, a treasury, you know, to where everybody's connected and it's transparent and everybody can see. But ideally they're supposed to flatten these uh, normal traditional hierarchical top-down organizations and make it to where everybody votes and has a say and uh, to trying to bring some kind of equality. Well, a lot of that is great on paper, you know, but whenever you really start to put it into practice, things, you know, people say, well, nothing can get done if everybody has to vote on every single little issue. And um, I, I mean, I agree with that to to a large extent because I mean, I've been in parts of DAOs where, you know, nothing that's just taken forever to get anything done. And you have meetings upon meetings and meetings for meetings and meetings to talk about a future meeting, you know, and then votes and proposals to talk about. And then things change in the meantime. Then you have to amend. And yeah. So what do you do? when you actually try to implement and we've seen you know lots of utopian proposals throughout 
the history of the world. I mean, every single attempt at communism, you know, then technology changes and people think, oh, you know, communism will work this time. You know, now it looks like that's trying to do it again with the whole great reset and the technological saviors of the world, you know, trying to bring in a new form of communism this time because it will work this time because technology has advanced. They tried it with, with the industrial revolution as well, you know, so uh, it just never seems to work. But um, anyway, back to Dow's. Um, I mean, I, I recently quit my job at a factory doing in the sales department and um, I, I dove fully headspace, neck deep into a job that I thought was going to be pretty permanent. Um, and then uh, it's doing audiovisual production for a morning show. And I was super happy and stoked about it. Whatever, you know, it's cool. And I did jump in and I got some amazing experience out of it. I worked with some really high-end equipment with a great team. So I don't regret that. But the show got canceled a couple days ago um, because of all this crypto market death spiral and everything like that. And they are a crypto company. So I feel bad for a lot of the people who have been in the crypto space and had all their, their assets invested into the crypto space. And then they working for a crypto company. And then, you know, Coinbase laid off 1,600 people. BlockFi has been laying people off. Like lots of crypto companies are laying people off. Lots of crypto companies are going insolvent right now. Um, we are in a death spiral of zero confidence in a, in a bear market. But bear markets always turn around. Markets are cyclical. This will pass. So that's what we always need to remember. But there's been a lot of questions going on uh, online about Web3 workers, how to find jobs in the Web3 space. A lot of people really need to to find work right now. And I and myself included, you know, like I want to find audiovisual podcasting gig work or a permanent job. Um, it's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, maybe events, audiovisual tech type of stuff. It's the, this, the change in the career that I want. It's a terrible time to change a career, but I'm doing it. But anyway, um, some people in my DAO have been posting some stuff on Twitter, and I think they make some really good points. And two of those people are Infinite Homie and Brandon Zero Zero X. Brandon Brandon Zero X. They're both in the Bankless DAO with me. Here's Infinite Homie. She is um, in the uh, the Audiovisual Guild. Uh, no, she's in Crypto Sapiens with me in the Podcast Hatchery. She handles a lot of the operations side of things, and she really keeps a lot of us creatives organized and um, you know, she is really a big proponent for people getting paid in the DAO space. Um, and right now in the DAO space, there's like two types of people, it seems. And I hate to over categorize people, but uh, in the DAO space, you have people that are there that are, you know, financially set. They're good to go. You know, they, they can, you know, whatever DAO tokens that they, they earn through bounties or through being a part of the DAO and the DAO pays them, they can hold those tokens. And you want people in your DAO to hold their tokens, their DAO tokens, if for governance, for one, and then two, to, to retain the value. Because when people start selling off their tokens, the token loses value. You know, the DAO loses money out of the treasury. And then everybody doesn't do well. But then the other type of person in the DAO is not that financially independent person. They're the person that is squeaking by trying to make their bills. They love the ideology of the Web3 space. They want to participate, but they don't have the luxury of being able to hold on to their tokens. So what happens whenever 
you know, so all this stuff, like I said, all these utopian type of um, social experiments are great on paper. But what happens when you throw a bunch of people together of all different income levels and cultures and, and you know, and types of people? And when it really comes down to the point where the market, it's all going, it all goes very, very well when the market is just like doing amazing. But what happens when the market starts tanking? Oh, hold on one second. Okay. But what happens when the market starts tanking and the token for the Dow is not worth jack squat and um, people start having to cash it in to make their bills paid, then it kind of separates out the people in the Dow, the people that can afford, you know, because they're independently wealthy or at least doing well enough to not have to cash out their crypto, and then the people that need to make their bills paid. And, uh, and then also people just jumping in, trying to build up a reputation in the space and build up a resume at what point does, does that just become internship 2.0? So here's Infinite Homie, her Twitter page right here. She posts some some really relevant stuff about you know being paid in the in the DAO, like working in various test DAOs things. Mainly, uh, main mainly writing. Okay, so let's see here. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, she posts a bunch of stuff about working in the DAOs, and uh, so if you haven't followed her, give her a follow. It's Infinite Homie. Um, at Infinite Homie, and uh, it's a great Twitter name, by the way. And then Zero X Brandon over here, he's also um, started a podcast through the podcast Hatchery called Bounty Hunter. So um, he's not shilling it on his own page, but uh, uh, let's see here. Maybe he is. Let's see here. His little intro right here, uh, his pinned tweet, show this thread. Um, I've quit my job and I've promised to work only for myself when he was 25 years old. Since then, he's hired 500 plus people, built two startups and sold 12 MM plus online. Uh, I guess that's 1200 million. But after a recent failure, I broke my promise by joining a DAO and I've never been happier. Here's my story. My first job was in telesales. I cold called people in hospitals who didn't want to talk to me. I hated it and I was bad at it. Cold calling sucks. I've been in sales for a long time. I hate cold calling. And I, yeah, nobody wants to be cold called. Nobody wants to cold call. But uh, your boss makes you do it a lot of times. Anyway, I wanted to start my own business, but I didn't know where to start until I started listening to the Tropical MBA podcast. Um, Tropical MBA gave me the confidence and knowledge I needed to work for myself. So in 2013, I built... Uh, healthy hemp oil to sell CBD. I plan to use content marketing to educate and, and SEO to drive traffic. No one else was doing this at the time. Three, I chose SEO topics and keywords, hired writers on Upwork, used Travis Jamium's SEO team to boost the content, and we took off like a rocket. Sales literally doubled every month for the first seven months. Over an eight-year run, we sold 1,200 million, I guess. I, I, sorry, if I don't know the MMs <laughs> in CBD products. 68% through organic traffic, 23% through email marketing, 9% through other sources. It was amazing, but it didn't last forever. In 2018, Healthy Hemp Oil started to lose 95% of its traffic and revenue. Why? Google updates and better competition. Later, I had to lay off our entire team and ended up selling the business for pennies. I felt like a complete failure. But I hadn't even hit rock bottom yet. Number six, he says. So I built another CBD company, Stello. Stello Premium CBD Mints. I tried to avoid previous mistakes by bringing on co-founders, building a custom product. We raised 360000 plus hired a premium branding agency, Moxie Sozo, then rolled up our sleeves and got to work. Number seven on the thread. In May 2020, we hosted a virtual launch for friends and family. This generated a few grand in sales. Our hopes were high, but we didn't know it yet, but our problems were just beginning. Unfortunately, the CBD space had become hyper competitive. Yeah, there seems to be one on every corner now in Austin anyway. We tried so many marketing channels, joint venture, 
with podcast ads, Facebook ads, affiliate marketing, and no success. Um, so three years after starting Stello, we ran out of money and had to shut down. So after dissolving Stello, I doubted my ability to work for myself. I also needed to find a way to make money, especially after a few unprofitable years, but I didn't want to go back to a nine to five. Then I stumbled across the eight Bankless HQ podcast where they explain that DAOs are corporations of the future, decentralized internet communities that build together and share ownership. My jaw hit the floor. So did mine, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> when, I, when I first really started grasping what DAOs are, if I could help a community like Bankless DAO, then maybe I could reap the benefits and support of a big organization and have the autonomy to choose how and when I work. So I took a, a leap of faith and jumped into their Discord and I've never been happier. Me too, actually. So I'm right there with you. I got that that airdrop whenever the Bankless DAO first started and I jumped in and it was completely disorganized, but we formed guilds and we started you know, putting our heads together and trying to figure out what direction we wanted to go. And I've never been happier too. And this is the way I want to work. I've just been trying to figure out a way to get away from that factory job. But that factory job was a stable paycheck with benefits and it was just, you know, it was... You know, it, it, that stability is almost like a drug, you know, and to break out on your own and be an entrepreneur, I see you've been an entrepreneur a, a couple times here with a couple startups. And so you know what it's like to, to have that uncertainty. I, I mean, you know, my parents have always formed their own businesses, but I've always kind of had a stable paycheck, you know, for, for my jobs and stuff. So um, in 12 short months, I've led and facilitated meetings, proposed improvements for projects, helped new members get on board. And with each task and activity, I'm learning value and ownership in the community and I love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been able to as well. You know, I helped found the podcast Hatchery. I've um, helped start up the AV Guild with a few others, you know, and I've, I've improved my own skills and my own show. I've gotten to talk and network with a bunch of people who are a lot smarter than me in both the technical AV side of things and then the crypto side of things. I've learned about governance. I've learned about so much by participating in a DAO. So it is like a corporation, but it's like a voluntary corporation of a group of people all with the same interest. You know, and like I said, my parents have always had their own businesses, so I know what it's like um, in a way by watching them to not have a certain future and everything like that. Um, but this is a way to do it with a bunch of other people at the same time. So you're not really alone because starting your own business is scary, you know, and it takes a lot of your time. Well, DAOs can take a lot of your time too. So don't get me wrong. Anyway, working at a DAO has radically changed how I think about my career. With DAOs, you choose how you want to add value. You build your dream job. That's what I'm doing and you can too, says Brandon. But if that that's just the beginning. My long-term goal is to help others learn about the power of DAOs by providing practical knowledge and advice tools you need to know like parcel hq which is a way that um it's, it's a it's a wallet it's in a it's a multi-sig wallet and gnosis is as well and it's that's kind of one of the main keystones of a dao is that multi-sig wallet that everybody has access to everybody can see the balance and see where all the transactions go and everybody gets to vote on things and so yeah um those are those are one of the tools of a DAO. You have that. You have Coordinate, which is a way everybody can just spread out the the income. Um, you have Snapshot, which is a voting mechanism. Um, you have you know, a lot of different DAO tooling um, uh, things that you can use to build and and you know be creative with your DAO from an operations standpoint. So they have Parcel HQ and Team Sobol. I'm not really sure what Sobol is. Maybe I'll have to talk to Brandon about this stuff. Um, so but he's gained practical knowledge and advice uh, from the mindset of a great contributor. Um, 
So yeah, so if you're interested in learning more about Dallas, follow Brandon. It's Brandon C. Nolte, um, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-C-N-O-L-T-E. as this at Brandon C. Nolte on Twitter. So Infinite Homie and Brandon C. Nolte are good to follow. But um, yeah, this morning I did have a chance to interview in- Infinite Homie as well. And we talked about some of these things about like the different kind of people coming into the Dow and like this whole idea of some people don't have any savings. They're coming in and they love the ideology of creating kind of an equal um, organizational playing field. And Dow's have given me the opportunity to network with people that I never would have had access to before, like audiovisual people, people in post-production, people in the film industry, you know, teaching me to be, I learned, I've learned my fledgling audio skills that have gotten me a lot of gig work now in, in the podcast industry um, by a guy that I just know is soundman.eth. That's it. That's his name. I don't even know his real name. And he's spent like the entire last year teaching me a bunch of tricks in audio engineering. Now, I still suck at audio engineering compared to a lot of like professional audio engineers, but I'm good enough to get by and to be able to master out some really good podcasts. Now, don't use my show as the judge. I just kind of record and upload. But like as far as like actual, you know, tended to audio productions, yes, I'm getting better and better every single day. And DAOs have given me the opportunity to level the playing field and to be able to have access to these types of people that I never would have had access to before. And therefore, now I feel like I'm beginning to be able to plug into the Web3 space and contribute my talents and my interests, which are audio and visual. You know, other people that might be governance, some people might be writing, some people might be legal, some people it might be, you know, I don't know, design. There are a lot of ways to get involved in a DAO. Anyway, Infinite Homie, she got involved. She was, you know, working at a financial institution, like at a bank, and she still is. And, uh, you know, um, she's not full DAO yet, but she's really dove in and um, taken up uh, in the podcast hatchery and in Crypto Sapiens a lot of the operations and uh, organizing people and, and, you know, payments and ways for people to pick up bounties and tasks and and how people can know what to do and when to do it. And for a lot of creative types, that's really difficult. And I know for me, you know, all I want to do is I just want to make something and do it my way. But then, you know, uh, if anybody ever tries to follow what I do, God bless them, man, they're going to like go into a total cluster. Um, so uh, Infinite Homies helping all of us organize our thoughts, organize our, our, our groups and our meetings and everything like that. And she's using things like Notion, which is a knowledge management system to do it and teaching us all how to use it and dwork.xyz. Anyway, um, I did have a chance to talk to her for a little bit. So I will play some of this interview and here's where we talk about some of those things. So I will shut up here and I will put that on. And uh, so we were right in the middle of a conversation and Infinite Homie was explaining about, um, you know, what people do versus how people get paid in the Dow space. So if you want to try to pick up that thought at some point to where we were, um, it was really starting to get good. So I guess let's talk about, like, you know, people working in the Dow space and getting paid um, and trying to make a living from that. Um, and I'd also like to touch too on right. people that that are in the Dow space that are you know doing pretty well for themselves and don't feel like they need to sell the token versus people that are trying to make a living and have to sell the token. That seems to be kind of a, 
uh, you know, a controversial topic in a way. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, well, okay. For example, right. When I first started, I got a pro I had a project and I think bank was like five, I think the bank might've been like 10, 20 cents or something like that. And I was like, Ooh, look at me go. Look at me go. I had like, I think however many, however much I had in bank tokens, like I think it was like $500 worth at that point in time. So I have no idea how much I got paid. I don't remember, but I was very happy. You know, I was a happy person, you know, because it was, it was a lot of money. I just kept it there and just looked at it and I was just all happy. Right now, when we, you know, I was working on trying to get to like 35 or 35,000 bank to get my level one so people can look at me and I say, oh, she is happy that she has bank tokens, right? So, um, and then bank, you know, like it had its ups and downs, but it's it's been going down for the most part, right? So now, you know, I, I've been looking at it like, okay, well... What was $500 before is now closer to like $50. So I'm like, well, that's not good, but it's still something that's consistent compared to, you know, what was going on with current, you know, fiat position. So I'm sitting here saying to myself, well, as long as it's consistent, it's cool, right? However, to touch on the topic about people who are who are getting, you know, who have their level ones, their level two, things like that. And they're able to have some aside versus other folks who, you know, are trying to make a living. <laughs> Either they don't have a fiat job or like me, the job got cut like by a third, if you will, because of, but that's another story for another day. Um, you know, now I think I'm morphing topics, but that's okay. So anyway, um, now well, well, just to, to kind of elaborate uh, and to, ref yeah. to get people up to speed, to be a member, oh, yeah, yeah. a level one member of, of the Bankless DAO, you have to have 35,000 bank tokens. And for a while there, that was really expensive to attain. I think even up to almost like right. $3,000 or four, $5,000 or something like that just to become a level one member. So you kind of have to earn your way into it by doing bounties and you know participating in things while you're on a guest pass till you can become a level one member and you have to hold that 35,000 bank well that's easy for a lot of people who are you know are you know have other jobs or just independently you know have money but there are a lot of people that are want to participate in the web three space that don't have any money and uh, they have to pay mm -hmm. their bills you know and this bank token is highly volatile as we can see you said one day is worth 500 the next day it's worth 50 you know the amount of bank you have in your wallet and it's it's yeah uh so but the people mm -hmm. that have have the money and you know say well we want to retain the value of the bank don't sell well it's easy for them to say you know because they're not the ones that have to use the bank to pay their bills <laughs> right and i i mean you know i'm i'm still a guest pass i've been around for a long time you know and a lot of people are like oh my god you're not a level one no child i have to pay bills you know that's not saying that some people aren't being you know some people that have the level ones level twos you know they don't have to pay bills 
you know, or anything like that, you know, but the circumstance that I am in versus, you know, the circumstance that I am in is different than, you know, a different, you know, the circumstance another person is in. What concerns me about that sometimes is still the kind con- like the controversy behind it, right? Because I've had conversations where um, I think I was voted, I was voted in to be a level two, except I'm not a level one, can't be a level two until I'm a level one, which is fine, I'll get there. But then I've heard people say, well, maybe, well, she probably just doesn't want to be a level one. I said, no, 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 I can't afford it right now. But that's where it ends up being a situation where we should still normalize the fact that people need to, you know, people still need to get paid. You know, when we get into the point where things will get better, because they will get better, when things get better, then we can talk about, well, just the reputation of being this this level is just good enough, right? Um, when we get to that point, life will be good, right? But we're not there yet. <laughs> and there are other people that even when life is good, for some people, there's still other people that are going to be in the situation, in that same situation, you know, we're not going to be in a recession forever. We're not going to be in a bear market forever. But even when it's a bull market, you're still going to see people that could be in a situation where they've done all kinds of interactions with whatever guild, not just Bankless Dow, but whatever, you know, Dow that's out there. They've done everything under the sun, but they can't necessarily afford to be at a different level, right? These DAOs, they're up, kind of like, they're they're ideally on paper supposed to be these flattened, non-hierarchical systems, you know, these you know experiments of society. Um, and and they're, they're supposed to be democratizing organizations, you know, flatten them out to where everybody has an equal part and an equal, you know, access to the treasury and all that stuff. And that's all well and good until... You know, some people are there as hobbyists and, you know, they're doing just fine for themselves and other people are not. And you mix a room full of those people together, <laughs> you know, and then there can be some tension you know, and, and different philosophies on 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 payments and, and the use of the token, you know, because <laughs> a lot of people say, well, it's a, it should be just a governance token. No value. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of value and, to it. And- <laughs> Right. And that, right. And that's fine. But we're not in a situation where we can all volunteer right now. You know, there's some parts that I'm just doing pure volunteer work. And, you know, I've made it very clear, you know, the project that I'm, a side project that I'm doing, I made it, made it clear. It's like, okay, we have no money. So if you guys are interested, if you guys are interested, then uh, hold on just a second. So sorry. That's okay. Um, while you're doing that, I, I, I um, wanted to just also point out Brandon Zero X had posted something, and I got what I got out of it is like the new DAO volunteer work can kind of seem like an internship 2.0, <laughs> you know, like working for right. free in order to build a reputation. And we just want to make sure that DAO work doesn't turn into that whole, you know, just I'm going to work for free to build up my Web3 reputation space. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So it's just a matter of we all have to make these, uh, make these things 
you know, make these things more clear, make the communication more clear. And reputation is a great idea, but it scares the dickens out of me because I've seen this happen as far as like the big startup spaces and things like that, where reputation is still, hold on, our reputation is still, you know, that that's a key that's like a code word for volunteerism if you will um and uh you know but we heard it with the startup scene for like equity i'm like yeah that's you're just volunteering um but i think there's a lot of (laughs) volunteerism i I like that yeah but that i mean and and quite and look and you know and the thing about that is is some very good people and very and people with very good intentions are you know talking about this whole idea and i'm like i like you but i don't like this idea at all so if there is a matter of when things will get better then yeah that could be a different idea but trying to pull out the idea of like reputation and things like that in a bear market where it does look like we're just not trying to pay people that's going to be Okay. And that's going to be a situation where you're going to see a lot of people drop off. And I think there's been a lot of DAOs where people are just dropping off and kind of trying to do their own thing, which is a great idea because it brings out the entrepreneurship, which I think that was what Jairus was talking about, like entrepreneurship. And I think that's a brilliant idea. However, you're going to still end up with a situation where the bigger, like the bigger or the first groups out there are going to fall. And you don't, you want everybody to succeed. So it's like, we all have to kind of eventually get on the same, same wavelength, the same idea, uh, you know, same idea, same wavelength, which everybody gets concerned that it could be centralization, which that's not necessarily the case. You know, I could probably go, I'm going to start ranting. I apologize. But oh, that's quite all right. We all have to have communication where we're. We all have to have communication where we can all actually be on the same page and we can all learn, like we can all realize that some of us have to get paid, some of us have to pay bills, and some of us, when you start dealing with situations where people are not being paid on time or in a time that they have expected, then you're going to start having to flail around and make payment arrangements and things, which that, you know, I've had to do that recently, right? And that's really because we're all in a bear market, but that shouldn't necessarily be the case, right? We all need to, this is a time where everybody needs to come together and everybody needs to get on the same page, get on the same wavelength, make sure that, you know, we don't leave people behind. Yeah, those people that you leave behind, if they decide they're going to do something themselves, which will happen in this this area, um, in this particular space, if you leave these people behind for a reputation basis, for, you know, we're trying to be lean, we're trying to be me, lean, mean machines, and like you're not in a good, we're not in a good situation where we can be lean, we got to figure out what we need to do first, right? So if you do that, those people that decide they're going to be left behind because they need to get paid, they need to do things, they need to make a living for themselves, they're not going to be there for you when you ask them for help in when when we're in the bull market because you went about it one way and they've gone about it a different way you know what i mean the lack of communication will completely throw you under like you're gonna throw yourself under the bus (laughs) like when things get better because they will get better 
Yeah, things Don't will get be better. And that's what a lot of people forget or they, they're, they're not thinking about right now. It's all doom and gloom. And, you know, everybody of all walks of life is is here in this Tao because they believe in something. They believe in the democratization of the workspace. They believe in the circumventing of the credit system as we know it and the banking system as we know it. We're all here out of ideology. And it may look great on paper until you actually get in there and are doing it. And then suddenly all these different types of people are mixing and mingling together with these different philosophies. And how does that actually pan out when it comes down to the brass tacks of who's getting paid what and who's holding their tokens and who's not, you know? And yeah, <laughs> you know, and I think you're asking mm -hmm. the right type of questions, you know, and you're, 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 you're talking about the elephant in the room. And that's that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I couldn't appreciate you more for doing that, honestly. So, <laughs> yes. And well, so I yeah, because I got to get rolling out soon or go, get rolling out now myself. But I'll leave it with this. I will continue to be that person that loudly says we got to get paid. You know, we have the money. Yes, the money is not worth what it was before, but we still need to get paid what we're supposed to be owed. Because then when things get better, if we're upset because we haven't got paid what we're supposed to be told, then <laughs> things will start, you know, it's, you know, things will happen. You see nothing crazy, of course, but things will happen. So I will what comes around goes topic. around, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there you have it. And there you have it. Yes. Well, it was lovely to talk to you. It was a good little morning conversation. Yeah, thanks for jumping on at the last minute. I just me. saw you online. I was just like, dude, I want to talk to Infinite Homie. So. <laughs> there you go. But I, I appreciate you as always. So, and we'll talk soon, okay? All righty. All right. Take care. <clears throat> I, uh, you know, we're all in this together, you know, to use the, the World Economic Forum catchphrase of uh, the whole Rona um, era the past couple of years. Uh, we're in it together. Uh, are we? Yeah. As a, in the dowels we are. We're trying to figure it out. So, you know, that's that's what we're doing. All right, man. Well, that's all I have for today. Uh, thanks for jumping on. And uh, you'll probably hear from me tomorrow. If not, definitely Monday. So, be kind to one another. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Later. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1, that's E-U-R-E-K-A, John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.